Warning. This podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. Lindsay Schaefer. And I'm Leah Bross. And this is Movie Virgins, a podcast about movies and our first times with those movies and with aliens and sex and Comanches <laughs> who are for some reason in the wrong part of the world and um, other things. And it's about movies that you're made to watch. Welcome. Welcome to our podcast about Prey. The newest addition to the Predator franchise. Eat, pray, die. <laughs> and thank you for pointing out that giant anachronism Which off, one? right off the bat. What's happening? About Comanches not being, oh, where, being all the way up being north where for they should no defend. reason. Yeah. So we're just going to, let's just overlook all of that. Okay. Because. It seems like such a strange thing. Like, you could have just, you could have just gone with thing Sue to fix, right? or Kiowa. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know exactly. So Dan Trachtenberg directed this movie. He also did 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, did I see that? Have, what is that? I haven't that seen one? that one. It's got John Goodman. Is that with like the basement? And yeah, yeah, yeah I, saw I haven't that. seen, I haven't seen okay. that one. It was clearly not super memorable for me, but I think it was all right. Yeah. So I watched this movie for the first time on Sunday evening last weekend. Pray. Yes. Which I heard is like the biggest streaming movie ever. Well, I don't know about ever, but on I Hulu. Said, I thought they said ever, ever even. Oh, wow. Definitely wow. on Hulu. Good job, Hulu. Yeah. Um, that surprises me. I thought. You would think like Dune or something like that. I but I guess I that was that. released in theaters too, so. Was maybe. this not in theaters also? This is strictly no, streaming? Strictly streaming. Oh, okay. Streaming yeah, as far as I know. So Dan Trachtenberg, um, I actually listened to an interview with him, and he was saying that, this is kind of, I actually kind of like this because I wanted to talk about the Predator franchise, um, but he was saying his first experience with the franchise was he was like a kid on the way to um, like a karate attorney uh, or something like that. And in the car, all these other little boys had seen Predator the night before and they were describing the movie to him. Mm-hmm. And he remembered very vividly them describing a scene where the Indian guide or scout in the Indian scout in the original Predator movie fought with the Predator on this bridge over like a waterfall or something. Mm-hmm. And then when he actually did get to see the movie years later, that scene didn't exist. Hmm. Did so, he watch it on TV? I, I don't know. I don't think it is. Because I remember uh, anytime you watch Predator on TV when I was little, you didn't get to see What's-His-Face's head explode. Okay. They cut away from that. It was very upsetting. Well, anyway, he, he was just like, so that's kind of, I think, what got into his head about having Native Americans or First Nation people, mm-hmm. like, as a part of the story, the Predator story. And he goes back into... Like, so, I'm sorry, I just think he had this great idea about incorporating Native Americans into the story, but he can't even get the fucking tribe right. <laughs> so it's just I, like, so he makes this movie about it taking place in 1719. Um, 
and it's taking the Predator franchise and going back in time. So people are referring to this Predator that is in this movie as the Feral Feral Predator. Um, it is oh, less like tech, the first. less tech than the original Predator. So I got he, that. Here's my here's my Predator story. Mm, okay. I haven't seen the original Predator, nor have I seen Predator Two. Wait, but you've never seen the I've original never Predator? seen the original Predator. But I have seen. I think the first Predator movie I saw was probably. It might have been Alien versus Predator. Oh my gosh! Like, and then I really enjoyed it. And then I I had seen Predators, the one with Adrian Brody. <laughs> okay. And then this movie. And I gotta tell you, this movie was awesome. I fucking love it. That's because you watched the shit one. <laughs> so. Well, like, I, Predator is one of those things, too, where if you're interested in American cinema, like, you know about, you know about. Yeah, that's why I'm Arnold so shocked you haven't seen it. Like, it's just, and it was, I feel like it might have been, a, not groundbreaking, but, like, it was a big deal. Yeah. It was a very big deal. Yeah. It was cool. That was really cool. So you've seen the original Predator movie. Yeah. I saw it. I don't think I've seen it since I was probably 10. Like, it's been a long time. I just went ahead and added it to the list just because I'm shocked that you haven't seen it. Um, if we do watch it, we'll put enough space in between this episode and that oh. one. <laughs> but, yeah, I saw Predator over at a friend's house when I was... Let's see, it was before we moved to Chesterfield, so I would have been five or six. When did it come out? Oh, I don't know. The late 80s? I think it was, like, 87, so I probably would have been, like, six. Um... You were six. Yeah, so... You saw the Predator movie when you were six. Yeah. We had... My brother and I... So my brother's older than me, and then we had some friends who were a couple years older than him, too. So they were probably, like, 10 or 11 at the time. And I think they just enjoyed the fact that here are these little kids who would follow them around and have fun with them and stuff. So they seem to enjoy showing us movies we probably shouldn't have seen. Like, that's... All the Jean-Claude Van Damme movies I saw, most of the Schwarzenegger movies, we would go over to, I think it was Jason Wells' house that we saw it at. Um, We would go down in the basement and watch these movies that we really shouldn't have watched. But, yeah, I I saw it very young and I remember it was really cool. So you weren't scared by it? No, I wasn't scared by it at all. Not that I can recall, no. The only movie that I remember being scared by as a kid that age, Poltergeist scared me. Mm-hmm. In large part because there was a tree outside my window, like a huge tree right outside my window. Yeah. Very similar to, of course, the right. tree that tried to eat the boy. Um, and the movie I've talked about before with Chuck Norris where he... Right. He can't be is, killed. Yeah, well... Or there's a guy who can't be killed. Right. And, of course, Chuck Norris is the guy for the job to take right. him down. But, so, yeah. it's interesting that you wouldn't be scared by it because you are afraid of aliens. And the yeah, Predator is an alien. But he's not, he's not like a real alien. Even that young, there was a very obvious distinction for me between... Like aliens like movie magic you. kind of alien and the potentially real people have real stories about alien abduction and these aliens with the big heads and the spindly yeah. bodies. Yeah. You so know, those kinds of aliens or like Alien the movie or any of those other movies. Yeah, those never scared me. And we have, I also want to clear the air here. We do have some insight into the Predator more than some of the others out in the world might have in that we have worked in an office setting with Predator. <laughs> yeah, one um, Halloween, yeah. He's yeah. not a good typer. He's terrible. Well, his hands are so big, yeah, right? it was a real problem. Like, it was very hard for him to, to use the It was keyboard. a rough day, yeah. Yeah, but he did dress professionally that day. He wore mm-hmm. a suit yeah, very and nice. tie. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it was nice to get to know him in a professional setting like that. You know, it was yeah. very chill. Like, he, he, was, he did behave professionally. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, outside of, like, not being able to type an email to save his life. Um, you know, he mostly minded his I don't business. really understand why he didn't 
go all camo because if I were like that'd be the first thing I do in the office setting is be camouflaged and walk around and scare people like prank them right yeah Yeah, totally yeah but um so yeah just getting that out in the open so there's a little (laughs) yeah um some disclosure there but yeah so I I feel like though my entire life predator has existed like that is a thing that I've always known about about. and um feel like it was 87 so it was 87 yeah I checked it um so, I'm, but yeah, the original had never seen. It. I really enjoyed AVP. Um, See, I've never seen any of the other ones. Yeah, I, I liked don't AVP a lot. think I may have seen bits and pieces of some yeah. of them. Like the second one, I, I think I saw the second one. Don't remember any of it. Yeah. Alien versus Predator. I'm pretty sure I never saw yeah. Predators. I feel like I may have and just forgotten. That about was it. like I remember when that came out. I like kind of had a thing for Adrian Brody, and then I thought, yeah, this could be fun. And I actually turned it on the other day because I think most of these movies are streaming on Hulu right now. Oh. Um, that would make sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I had turned Predators on just to kind of rehash, but I feel like I might have seen that one in the theater. I might have seen AVP in the theater, too. Mm, I, I know it was a really big movie. It was really popular and everything. Yeah. I just remember thinking, I don't yeah. care. Two great franchises coming together. Yeah. I think it seemed weird and dumb to me that those two franchises would come together, so I was like, Why wouldn't no. they? I two don't, two I don't great, know. you know. Because they're very, very different movies, I think is the thing for me. I feel like Alien is... That is like it's pure almost science a, fiction. It's almost a cinematic masterpiece. It, yes, though. and it takes place in space. Right, and, and yeah. Predator is just like it's like a, a war fun movie. slasher movie. Yeah, almost. it's like a war movie kind of. Um, it is a really cool concept that this race of aliens that we're gonna call predators show up in random places just to hunt, mm-hmm. and so here they're taking it to seventeen nineteen. And things I really appreciated about this movie, that you got, there's not a lot of dialogue. Mm -hmm. Um, And for the second time, because I watched it again Thursday night, I watched the Comanche dub, which Mm -hmm. was kind of cool. Was it, or was it, because I know it's dubbed. It's dubbed. It It was dubbed. Right. They tried to, as best they could, to use words to match up to the movements of their mouths. Did it work for you, though? I, because I was reading the copy, because I was trying to understand the difference between the the original, the the dialogue in Mm -hmm. English that I had heard and then what was actually being said so there were yeah. moments where the words the comanche words must have been translated differently into english mm-hmm. in the subtitles um so i probably it wasn't as bad as like an old kung fu movie but it wasn't perfect yeah it really freaks me out when lips don't match yeah words i just thought it would be cool to watch that version of it since i was watching i got a chance to watch it a second time but so there's really not a ton of dialogue it's beautifully shot they've got this incredible score it just feels really lovely and kind of powerful and it is kind of talking a little bit about I think the thing that struck me the first time so it goes and goes for a while before the predator shows up so this young woman played by is it Amber Midthunder I think Midthunder yeah yeah um she wants to be a hunter she wants to be a warrior in her um tribe but nobody has faith that she can actually hunt um fearsome warrior chief Right. And her brother is the badass warrior of the clan, right? Doesn't he I make guess. he becomes the war like, chieftain, I believe. Like I don't know if he was officially the war chieftain. I think he does. When he that kills that the... big cat, he becomes the war chieftain. Yeah. So so she's she's a great tracker and she's got and her name is it's pronounced Nadu, is how you say it. The R in Comanche sounds like a D. And then the dog's name is Sadi. Hmm. Um, so she's got an, this dog companion with her, which I read was a Carolina dog. Yeah, I saw that. Um, that apparently wasn't, 
had never worked in movies before and maybe was kind of a hot mess um, on set. I heard that they out. adopted him for the movie, and I was kind of like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, okay, I hope he's happy wherever he is now. Hopefully Our, he's... It's a girl. She, then. I she, hope that yeah. she's in a good place. Mm-hmm. I'm but sure I, I don't, she is. I just don't, I don't like that. they like adopted her for the movie? Yeah. Yeah. So, she's a very good tracker. Um, the woman, not the... the yeah. Well, the dog's well, good, too. Well, I guess too. the dog, the dog, the dog, the dog good is good, too. Um, Sadie is good, too. So good companion. Sadie is a very good tracker, and she believes in herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but her mom doesn't, her brother doesn't, and... You know, you say that, but I feel like they kind of did. I guess her brother did. Yeah. He gave her others, a chance. He right, gave the, her a chance. The others, the I get it. The rest of the guys don't. Yeah. But I feel like, actually, her family was in her corner. <laughs> but as you see her, like... The scene where the guys come to collect her because she's gone off mm-hmm. to try to hunt this predator by herself. She doesn't know what it is. She knows it's not a bear, mm-hmm. but she knows there's something out there. Well, and, and by that point, she had seen it. Right. It's a threat. And they come and they go, you've got to come back. And she's like, no. And then they have this, like, basically knockdown, drag out fight. Mm-hmm. And she's punching these guys, wailing on them, bites one dude. Like, it's pretty impressive. Um, but anyway, the thing that I think was more... Uh, awe striking to me a thing that kind of made me scared was just that here they are living in this place where there are so many things that naturally are preying upon them bears big cats like the lion the mountain lion Mm. um that you could just fall and get hurt and if there's nobody around to help you and that they're just living in this that's true the bears and the mountain lion were not as aggressive as they made them out to be that's movie magic like the, they would have left. They wouldn't have given a shit about if you fight back. The way that that bear was trying to get at mm-hmm. her, the fake bear, obviously very, very fake. That bear had rabies. That's But that's what I'm saying is the way, <laughs> the way that, like, the bear and the cat were mm-hmm. uh, portrayed was very much the movie version of them. Just like right. that stupid movie with Liam Neeson and the wolves. Wolves right. have never, never hunted people movie. like that. I didn't see it either because it sounded incredibly stupid mm-hmm. because wolves don't hunt people. So right. that that kind of so there was a lot of those things maybe were there was some escalated or accelerated because we were trying to make a movie about predators. Yes, there was some made up shit. Also, yeah. like uh, French fur trappers never ever 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 yes. would have done that to buffalo. I I know that. However, we are also living in a time or in we have to sus- if we have to suspend our disbelief that a predator is real. Mm-hmm. I think I can suspend my disbelief about the other stuff. No, here's why. Because the other stuff is reality and actually happened. And what's going to happen is people are going to watch this movie and they're never going to actually bother to learn the truth about our actual history. And all of a sudden they're going to think that the Comanche lived side by side with the Sioux and that French fur trappers were responsible for getting rid of all of the buffalo when that's not accurate either. And that's real stuff. People, you can draw the line at the predator. The Predator is the fun sci-fi part. The rest is not... It, it bothers me, Leah, in the same way that it... Okay. Mm-hmm. Historical inaccuracies really bother me. Also, computer-generated animals really bother me. And I get it. You don't want to, like, bring a bear on set so that you can have an invisible alien chop its head off. Yeah. Like, I get that part. But there was so much computer animation with those animals. It just... It really took me out. The last half of the movie, I enjoyed. The first half, that stuff made me kind of crazy. Like, every time there's an action sequence and it was with, you know, the mountain lion or the bear or whatever, and I was like, this just looks dumb and fake and stupid. 
Um, I really enjoyed it. That like none yeah. of that stuff. That that sometimes, aspect of it. Sometimes those things do take me out. Like if I'm watching a yeah. movie and it looks really really fake. And I would say the parts in this movie that bothered me with that was like the ship flying over. Like that looked really fake to me. Yeah, I guess that doesn't bother me as much though because it literally is fake. Do you know what I mean? Like I can suspend my disbelief about stuff that I've not actually seen. That ship doesn't exist. Right. 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 But bears do. But like I've seen a bear. But you don't think it was kind of badass that they had a bear, like, fighting a predator? In theory, but when it looks like a computer game or, like, a video game, I'm not as impressed. I guess it just, yeah, that didn't, it didn't take me out at all. Yeah. And, anyway, all of that stuff aside. Also, the weather situation. What do you mean? Like. That it was snowing at the end? Uh, yeah, ever, it seems to be pretty toasty warm. Everybody seems cool. Nobody has sleeves and stuff. Like, maybe it's not super toasty warm, but it's not freezing. Yeah. And then there's this weird mist <laughs> just in a valley for a period of time. And then all of a sudden it's snowing. That, that looked like it was like the, like a forest fire had just happened or something. There was definitely the something, yeah, there was definitely something the... happened in that area where it had been yeah. burnt out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty to look at. Like it was fun sets. Right. It they was took just, us to different there places. There definitely and... was a point when it started snowing. I all of a sudden was like, where are we again? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? So I don't want anyone to listen to Lindsay and think this movie is probably going to be dumb and I'm not going to no. watch it. No, okay, look. Let me let me say this. Okay. I thought that this movie looked and sounded stupid. The premise of it sounds dumb. Right. Before you I told you that. It, yeah, you, I told you I that. said, I'm going to pick this movie and you said, that sounds stupid. Yes. And I stand by that. It does. But I did enjoy it. Um, again, more so the latter half. Mm-hmm. In part because of a lot of the things. So the historical inaccuracies really bother me. I've already said that. (laughs) Computer generated animals. Mm -hmm. Computer generated stuff in general always bugs me and takes me out. Like you've talked about things that have kind of taken you out of movies before too. And that's just a little like a thing for me. Um, But I do like, I really enjoyed the pacing of it. I like, I ended up liking the story fine. It wasn't anything amazing, but it was, I, I do think it, was more like the original Predator, I guess. The just sort of I wouldn't know. hunting each other aspect of right. it. Um, the, the other thing, though, that really did bug me is that it's supposed to be 1719, and the girl, Mid-Thunder, what was her name? What Mid-Thunder? She, um, there were moments where she's talking to somebody, and, like, she's very obviously a girl from, like, 2020-something. It was like she would just put her hands on her hips and be like, well, blah, 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 blah. Like the her intonation, the way she okay. would speak, um, did not buy her mm-hmm. at all as being from, you know, she seemed She herself and seemed anachronistic. Yes. Yes. Maybe not in every single part of it. Because in a lot of it, of course, she's not even speaking. She's just hunting. Yeah. And that was fine. But a lot of the time, when, when, she she, when they were actually having conversations, a lot of it was very much like, what the fuck? <laughs> this this right. doesn't seem... So that all of that really bugged me. But yes, I liked the pacing of it. I liked the, um, I guess, the cinematography, so to speak. I liked the feeling of it. Like, there were definitely moments of... I didn't find any of it scary, but suspenseful. There were definitely mm-hmm. some good suspenseful yeah. moments. Um, I liked I liked her brother, too. I really enjoyed the fact Dakota that... Dakota Beavers? 
Yes. <laughs> I really enjoyed the fact, though, that it's it wasn't... Tabe, I think, in the show. It wasn't just a, here's a woman, you know, fighting against her village of being being what she mm-hmm. wants to be while everybody else everybody is against, else is against her. her yeah. I the really like it felt real. Yeah, I like the fact that not everybody was against her and that her brother did really believe in her mm-hmm. too and that she had that connection to another person as well. Um yeah, I enjoyed that too. But yeah, I, I think the latter half probably around the time that the like search party or whatever found her and then that mm-hmm. great fight with everybody happened and then they get taken out by the predator. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, oh, the, probably around that time. Yeah, I I started really getting the into it. The fighting was like I really enjoyed her. Her weapon of choice was this axe that her dad had given to her. Yeah, that was fun. She adds the like attachment to it. Of course, the guys joke with her. Oh, you have to have your weapon on a leash. Yeah, but that she's using that she's adjusting on the fly to figure out a better way to fight with it. And also, with it. Um, here's another thing I didn't really okay. Okay, let it out. Let it all out. Quicksand. Like, let's well, just... it was a bog. It wasn't quicksand. It was yeah, a bog. Oh, sure, it was a bog. Yeah, it was a bog. Sure, it was a bog up in, like, the Great Plains, as bogs often are. <laughs> that was one of my other... That's what I'm talking about. The... It felt like... Was it Was it in the never-ending story, or was it... No, it was it the never-ending was... story, where the horse gets sinks in the mud. Yeah, that was the never-ending story? Yes. What was the Tom Cruise movie? Did, wasn't there quicksand in that, too? There's a Tom Cruise movie with quicksand. I thought so. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, legend. Legend. Yeah, wasn't there quicksand no, in there? No, I think you're thinking about the Princess Bride. I know there was quicksand in the Princess Bride. I feel like everything in the '80s had quicksand. It did. It made you think that you were just gonna run into quicksand. The original Predator the may have even had quicksand. I don't remember. Yeah. So, but in reality, you don't find it very often. No, you don't run into just or random bogs. bogs or quicksand. I enjoyed that. So again, this goes back to my this feeling of like we're in this this beautiful world. This kind of serene, natural world we live in, and we're living in harmony with it, but we can be taken down by animals. We could just step into a bog and maybe, like, slip away, and she... That that was very scary for me, like, when she landed in that mud hole, and then I thought, okay, she's going to make it out, and there's no dialogue. There's nothing. It's just her alone and I love trying how she to stayed, save her own life. She stayed she calm. She calm. Yeah. yeah. It was just really, really, really cool to see, and I feel like today's movies it's a lot of like mcu loud action scenes just a lot of that kind of stuff and even the action in this movie is cool and you've got a lot of different it's not just like her against the predator or them against the predator it's like we gotta throw in the fur trappers and we're gonna throw in other animals like there's just so much danger and she's a young woman just with her dog trying to like prove herself and she gets kind of caught up in all of this but she was the one who recognized there's something out there and it's not something we've encountered before so in the end of the movie, and we are going to spoil it, I'm going to spoil it, when she comes back to her people and she has the head of this predator um, and she's like, it's not safe, we need to move, I like started tearing up. I'm like, she did it. She did it. She fucking won. And she's doing the thing that she hoped to do all the time, which was just protect her people, just protect her tribe. Yeah. She wanted to fight to do that for them, to hunt for them and to protect them. I was thinking about... Um... Considering the time, too. So here we are, 2022. It's 22, right? Yeah. Still 2022. Yeah, still 22. Uh, 2022. We pretty much know. Like, we don't actually know. There are a lot of species out in the world that we haven't discovered. 
but we know most of the species we haven't discovered aren't like in our backyard. You know, we, we pretty much know what's out there. And if we don't know for sure what's out there, you go to your local Google and you mm-hmm. type stuff in and you figure it out. And I think we all feel like we know what's out there. And we would immediately recognize this thing as like an alien from outer space. Right. And I was thinking about the time, 1719, they would have known what was right where they are. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. would know local. about the mountain lions and the bears right. and the local flora. And fauna. Right, right, right. But I'm sure as as any peoples native to the area would move into different areas, they would be finding different things that they hadn't encountered before. So was there a mindset already in place of, yeah, sometimes we just stumble across things that we just haven't seen. Like, yeah, there are different things out there we haven't seen. I'm just, it's funny to me, like if, if this was set in modern day, we all would have been like, oh my God, aliens are invading. And I feel like being back in that time, I don't imagine that that was something no, that was any of them would have like, thought. Yeah. It was just like, this the, here's is, this This thing weird, is dangerous and bad and we got to kill it. Here's there this might weird, be more of that. terrifying yeah. animal. I don't know what it is or where it came yeah. from, but yeah, it's basically the same as any other predator. I just think that was a really interesting that is, spin. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Um, because typically in sci-fi movies, it's everybody's like, we are humanity, right. and this is the other. It's, and in this it's instance, our Independence Day, and we're going to blow up this alien ship. And yeah. in this instance, it really is as simple as, it's a predator out there, and we kill the predators to, yeah, keep our people safe and keep well, our food supply she, safe and, you know. like, also explains things away with whatever that they whatever is in our culture to explain things like she saw oh, she called it some kind of monster she that called was it, well before when she saw it she said it was a monster and they do have stories and right that they tell each other right that you know so they monsters exist right but in kind of this folklore this this yeah one of the tradition. one of the guys said that he was like oh like oh, a fairy tale monster? monster or whatever but she sees the ship covered in clouds but there's orange <laughs> in the sky and she just says I well saw, she thought it was a thunderbird she thought it was a thunderbird yeah. right so she explained it away, this thing that, how often is she seeing that? It's not lightning. It looked like fire in the sky, in the clouds, and she just goes... But if you've been told these stories throughout your life right, of exactly. Thunderbirds, which right. really kind of upsets me about where, where time-wise, I live, where you don't get to have these thoughts of magic you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's always somebody there to tell you no that's just this in is the actually head what it is. This, yeah it's actually this like there's something to be said for look I, I have a scientific mind but can't we just sometimes get rid of science and just right. believe that there is a sasquatch yeah. or whatever you know well, i guess what it seemed to me too is with her and the and the haunting party the war party she was with or hunters or they're maybe they're probably not a war party it's just like hunters they weren't really, it's, they seemed not to be afraid. And I know that they had fear. But, for example, she saw that fire in the sky and she just goes, yeah, I saw a thunderbird. And she saw the footprint and she knew that it was something needed to be, but, like, she, they weren't freaking out. Like, the predator, when the predator does show up, when they, when they come to find her and they've got her tied up and they're going to bring her back to home and then the predator shows up, they don't try to run. They fight. Mm-hmm. They fucking fight. And they didn't That's what seem, they're trained to do. Right. They I didn't mean. seem afraid. Um, she was the only one who ended up running, but that's because she knew that they couldn't win. Like, when she ran into the grass and one of the other guys grabbed her and pulled her down and he thought he had the predator and she's like, no, no it, has has, it has us. Like, I, I do, so... I guess I'm just looking at that going, I would have been terrified. I wouldn't have fought, but I'm not a fighter. 
Right, exactly. And that was the whole point, is yeah. that these these people are. Like, this right. is what they So is so that in the original Predator kind of, too? They don't run, they fight because they're, like, Marines or something? Yeah, I mean, they're at war. Like, Is yeah. it Vietnam? Uh, I, they were in the jungle. I actually don't remember where exactly it was based. I guess I mean, it says a team of commandos on a mission in a Central, Central American America. jungle find themselves hunted by an extraterrestrial warrior. Yeah. Special Force Ops. Special Force Ops. Major Dutch Schaefer. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, they yes, they were all soldiers. So same kind of mentality, I guess. Okay. What was I just thinking? Oh, at one point she she was like, when they were tied to the tree, and she was like, oh, he's not going to hunt us. It's, you know, if, if you're not a threat, it's going to leave you alone. The only thing I don't get about that is... That snake that was eating wasn't a threat to him. No, it's and, a, it, it, and, she, and when she was running, she's no longer a threat. So why would you have to go after? A, it's sort men? of a misnomer, I think. The threat, like that's what I mean. Like it didn't really it, make sense. It wasn't right. It's it's hunting predators. So it didn't. I understood that. Yeah, that's however, why I killed the snake. However, because the snake, ate you them. could argue that the little rat thing was a predator too. Because what did it eat off of him? It right, ate an ant but on it him. didn't. So it did, but before it got to the little, the little rat thing was a predator. Right. It predated, or it ate the... Ant. The ant. And then the snake got the rat. That's right. why... It, so it was just killing the, I get the apex predator in that situation. But also, how long had he been observing that? Like, maybe something else would have come along and eaten the, the snake, snake. And he right. never would have known. Right. Because he went ahead and ate that particular predator instead of waiting until it got all the way up the ladder. But... The point I'm making is when she was saying, like, well, when I was stuck in the trap, it just completely ignored me because I wasn't a threat to it. Well, lady, when you were running away from it, you were no longer a threat to right. it either. So, so I that doesn't that make it was, sense. I don't think, so she said that and I don't think that was right. She, it didn't want to hunt her because it couldn't hunt, it wants to hunt the hunter. And at that point, she was no longer, she was Right, but that's my point is when she's running, she is no longer a hunter. She is running away from it. So that's he should have, he should have left them to follow with that logic. He just shouldn't have followed them out there when they ran. That's all I'm saying. Out into the into the grass. into the field, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Although I could argue that they attacked the predator, and so the fur tra- traders or trappers, yeah, but she, attacked the predator, and she and it went hard after them. Yeah, but she also attacked it when she got her foot caught. I mean, that was right after she had attacked it, and it was all of a sudden like, oh, she's running. Oh no, but oh, she got her foot caught. Well, I don't want to bother oh, yeah. her anymore. So that is so that is what the predator does. The predator comes to whatever planet, observes, and then goes after the apex predators, mm-hmm. because it wants to be the apex predator of like the universe. He looks like an alien, but he's really just a white man. Is that what this is? is that is that what's underneath all of this? Mm, probably. He started out by he, invading Central America in eighty seven. So <laughs> now the, he's invading the, native lands the in seventeen hundred. Predator is basically just. Manifest destiny. Allegory for white men and capitalism. I wouldn't just say capitalism, but yeah. And rape and the rape of the natural world, as Jeff Goldblum would say. In the Jurassic rape Park. of the natural world. <laughs> I'm just going to go with manifest destiny. Okay. I think. Or the- maybe it's just a fun, you know, action packed romp. Yeah, and it's a cool setting to put it in. Um, so next we need, like, It's a weird know, setting with snow and bogs and burnt-out forests. Next we want, you know, Predator in the Deep Sea. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
Are like, we talking just battling out like fish and sharks and no, stuff? No, so like in a 20,000 Or like, oh, leagues, can we throw James Cameron in? Can he be the first to go? Like in a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea or like a Jaws type situation. A Jaws right? situation. Right, right. So it's no longer Roy Scheider, it's Predator. Mm. I don't think I'll watch that film. <laughs> Me personally. The Predator is a cool concept. I like, like much like the alien, it always looked very real. Um... And it was kind of scary, but like still like a humanoid kind of a f- shape. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the predator has sex? I mean, with other predators, I guess. But that's assuming that they make babies or procreate in the way that we do. Right, I don't know. There could be other ways for them to procreate. I haven't. Maybe like a predator lays you an egg and another AVP, predator... You watched AVP. Was there any sexual tension between them? Between the alien and the predator? Yeah. Oh, that's a really good question. I always start to get that confused because there's also Prometheus when, like, that weird yeah, that engineer, was... humanoid engineer thing. I didn't really care for that movie. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. The scene where she's got that, like, alien thing inside of her and yeah. then it gets cut out and whatever. I just think that's... there was too much that didn't quite make sense for me. Like, oh, I loved it. it was... I loved everything about it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, Alien versus Predator, it's mostly, like, they're, just a whole lot they of, find, like... So it's like they find in, like, Antarctica this thing that was frozen under the ice, and it's like a ship. Um, it's like an alien ship with a lot of aliens on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, like, not the big mother alien, like, all the little baby aliens or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of baby, like, the that look like the mother but are smaller. Right, right, right. And then... Um, Sana Lathan's character is there, like, they're exploring this or something like that, and then somehow the Predator shows up, and then the Predator's fighting the aliens. He just shows up in Antarctica. I can't, I don't know why, I think he, I don't know why he shows up. I don't know if he shows up because he's just come to fight, or if he's come because he knows these aliens are going to be cool to, oh, that's what it is. It's basically like, the Predators, I think, put the aliens there and bred them, so then they could come and, like, it's like a test for them. Like, uh, kind of like Nadia wanted to do the... Like, uh, the, like people in Texas who just, like, bring in certain birds so that they can invite old white men out to just walk in a line and shoot them. Not like that. It's like Nadia wanting to do her test of her hunting ability to become, like, a hunter. Mm. So, they would send the predators down to fight the aliens, and it's like a... Could they maybe not do that on Earth? <laughs> maybe. And the, the, the shit that they're on, it's set up to, like, release all of those aliens... When the Predator shows up, so then the Predator can fight them. And if the Predator wins, like, it deserves to continue on or whatever. It's like a, a, like I said, it's like a test. Um, And then Sana Lathan kind of gets caught up in the middle of all of it. And then she and the Predator end up working together. Hmm. Um, And in the end, the Predator kind of acknowledges that she also is a great hunter and then flies off in his ship. You keep saying a name and I don't know that. Sana Lathan. She was in, like, I want to say Love and Basketball. That would maybe be the thing that you would know her the most from. But yeah, so I mean, it was I liked it because it had her in it, kind of as the lead and like sort of the final girl, mm-hmm. um, which is another reason why I like this story. Mm-hmm. Like Amanda was telling me she was on Facebook and like people were calling it like woke predator, and I was like, well, that's reductive, but okay. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, like oh, because it's like a girl and it's native people, but whatever, um, right? Just kind of bullshit. Like it's a cool thing, a cool place to put the story. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. I didn't, where she was giving um, the guy who had been hurt by the mountain lion something to 
slow his blood. Yeah, that didn't it make like any sense. It seemed like it worked sense. too fast. It well, it doesn't make any sense anyway. Like the predator can sense heat, and and uh, so the guy who sh- uh, his leg was cut off, and the I'm tra- assuming trapper? that that weapon cauterized it too, because he didn't look like he was still losing yeah, a lot of blood. Yeah, it was kind of a cool weapon. Yeah, because she did it to that other big beard guy too. Yeah, um, but when she gave it to him. The predator could see the blood that had spilled from his body, which was still warm, yeah. but he was but cooler he than that. Yeah. He would be dead if he was cooler than that. Right. So it's not even that it happened too fast. It's also that it just literally makes no sense. Yeah. And then she took that stuff to hide herself, which was kind of like Arnold right. in the mud. Which, but the mud makes some sense at least. At least some. Like, it acted as, like, a camouflage. Yeah. I get that it's still... You, he you would still, still be able to, be able to see. detect the heat. Right. Yes. But at least there's some semblance of understanding there. There yeah. is... If there was an herb that dropped your body temperature enough that he couldn't be picked up on that, that heat, your heat signature couldn't be picked up, you would be dead. Or at the very least unconscious. Mm-hmm. Not fighting. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But whatever. Well, and it seemed like a psychedelic. Whatever that... It was like a mushroom or something. Uh, no, it was like, it looked like marigold, almost. I think yeah, it was there like was a piece petals. of mushroom in there, too. It wasn't just the oh, petals. Oh, it just looked like there orange was something petals. else, too. Hmm. Um, but yeah. It's just interesting. Not all mushrooms are psychedelic, though. Oh. Maybe the mushroom was there for taste. Just, just there for taste. <laughs> just, or yeah, just, I, I guess it could just be Make it more palatable, which sounds ridiculous, of course, because mushrooms are disgusting, but sure. I, I guess it could just be medicinal. Well... I'm not the only person who likes this movie so much. A lot of other people are really enjoying it. I just said I enjoyed it. I still think it sounds stupid, mm-hmm. but I did enjoy it. So what for me, it's like, for this, for what it is, it is very good. Yeah, like, no, I, I... Yeah, that's Taking something that we know and making it new and making it interesting and done very well, I would argue. I think for the Predator franchise, which is really just sci-fi slasher uh, i mean mm-hmm. honestly yeah it's definitely a, a yeah. good so I, I guess i haven't seen all of them but <laughs> um but i enjoyed it yeah. yeah and i would say it probably is better than the others that i guess i shouldn't say that because i haven't seen them mm-hmm. but i haven't seen them because they all looked dumb and most people i know who saw them said like nah it's not that great so i feel like i might have turned on alien versus predator requiem and just couldn't i didn't really didn't like that one anytime we take a movie like this and put it in so i think that's what predator 2 is it's in the city and i believe like with jurassic park they went from we're gonna be on the island and we're gonna have the the and then it's like we're gonna bring him in the city and then it's gonna be in the city they did like i just never like that i don't like those kinds of reboots what was the second jurassic park the second modern jurassic park it was so fucking bad Oh, that is the one where they're, like, selling the dinosaurs on, like, a black market kind of deal. Yeah, and then they and the come to America. the girl's hiding from a dinosaur under her covers. It, the whole thing it was, was very bad. so, like, the dialogue even was terrible. Yeah. And I, I, heard, like, I heard Dominion wasn't that good either. I can't imagine it was after that. Like, I'm gonna, ha- I mean, I'm gonna have to watch it, because I haven't seen. I think I'm out after that second after one. That I was one. so pissed about, and it's very rare that I am upset about wasting my money on a movie. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm like, yeah, but it was alright, whatever. I was pissed that I had to pay to see that thing. It was that bad to me. Fallen Kingdom? Was that, was that what it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. that fucking bad. The first, the first 
I'm going to call it a reboot, was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was what, it was fine. Yeah. It was no original Jurassic back Park. back to but... a lot of some of the original movie and was still pretty interesting. Yeah. Capitalism. Sure. So what's gonna it's good. So what's gonna get us? No, antibiotic resistant bacteria is what's gonna get us. But why does antibiotic antibiotic resistant bacteria exist? There is an element capitalism. of capitalism in there, but the, it's actually less about capitalism. Plays less a role in antibiotic resistant bacteria existing, mm-hmm. and more of a role in it not being treated, because pharmaceutical companies don't want to actually invest in new antibiotics that could help fight it. Because what's the point? You would just take it one time. I'd rather focus on things that, you know, help erectile dysfunction for 20 years in a person. We'd rather do stuff where we can continue to sell. That's God's honest truth. They don't want to put any R&D into those types of medications because it's not worth it for them. Who's they? Pharmaceutical companies. Big Pharma? Big Pharma, Little Pharma? Nobody's doing it. Some some are. Big Pharma, Little Pharma? Big Pharma, Little Pharma. Who the fuck is Little Pharma? Medium Pharma? All the Pharmas. (laughs) All the pharmas. Baby bear pharma. Daddy pharmas, bear pharma. Mommy zygote pharma. <laughs> All of them. Oh, no. That was the... That Samsung refrigerator... Your refrigerator just popped? So, it hasn't... It, in the beginning, it made that noise a lot. And maybe it still does. Is it the ice maker? I just don't, it's, the, it's something in the mechanics of the, the fridge that mm. makes these popping sounds. Weird. Yeah, it was doing it, like, I, it was in the reviews before I bought it. I knew it was going to do that. It's weird. But I don't feel like I've heard it that frequent. Pop, pop! Uh-oh. If my fridge goes... It's going to explode! We're going to have a real problem. But... We're just going to be eating a lot of warm, spoiled food. Probably. Well, is there anything else to talk... I'm trying to think if I have any burning questions for you. I did want to talk about the Predator and its sex organs... I always assume the predators we're seeing are male, but maybe they're just asexual. Yeah. Like, like maybe they just... And you're, you're looking at it from a very egocentric like, viewpoint. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, yeah, I again, I liked that there was minimum, minimal dialogue. I liked that when the French were talking, it was just in French and you couldn't really under... Like, you could sort of follow what they were saying, but you didn't really know. So it was kind of... You could get more from... Nadu's perspective of just not really knowing what they were saying, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, I would recommend probably if you want to watch the Comanche dub, I would you know you can watch it, but it's more if you want to keep your eyes on the action. I, I thought it would be cool if it was actually shot that way. Hearing yeah. it was dubbed, I was like, yeah. nah, nah, yeah. good. So that was kind of cool. And I guess that is a good point. There's enough mm-hmm. action there too, though. Yeah. yeah, but there were plenty of moments where I, when she was. With the bear and, like, her bowstring snaps off and she's having to, like, hurry to get, mm-hmm. you know, and the bear's coming for her and then Saudi like, helps her, chases, you know, mm-hmm. gets the bear away from her. And then she goes, in, I, I think it was at that beaver. It was, like, a dam. Dam. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a really cool scene mm-hmm. and a cool sequence of events. And then... That bear just looked... I know, the bear looked really... And mm-hmm. the bear did look kind of crazy. I mean, that's why I was saying the bear had rabies because the bear looked kind of nuts. <laughs> Um, and then, because it just seemed like it just wanted to kill, 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 kill. Right. Yeah. Which right. is not how actual animals why, are. I don't know why a bear would do that. Which is the same way the mountain lion acted too. And again, it's not. This isn't and they were all covered are. in blood and stuff. They were all like really bloody. Right. Like, yeah, just weird. Um, 
maybe, you know, people think back in 1719, animals in the wild were just more vicious. No, I think, I think these are people who think that all animals are vicious now. What would you think about the wolf? That wolf would have left. That wolf would have been like, oh, this giant invisible thing smacked me out of the air? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go back to my pack. Yeah. The wolf wouldn't have continued to fight. And it's not because he's not an apex predator. It's because wolves are smart. Yeah. So I liked the bog part. And I thought the end was really neat. She used her wits mm-hmm. to outsmart this creature. She paid I attention to its... I didn't totally get, though... Like, she knew that the little laser lights and everything came from the mask, mm-hmm. but... And she saw that it was directing whatever it was shooting. Right, but didn't he, like, turn it on? Like, how did it actually turn on once he was... So he's in the bog, and the mask is, like, pointed at him, and then all of yeah. a sudden it just, like, the laser pointers just turn on and find him. I figured when he wore the mask, he turned those on, and but there was nothing there. I think he was there. controlling everything from his little, like, wrist Well, then he arm. wouldn't have turned it on when he wasn't wearing it. I don't think... That's why she was like, do it, do it. I think she was banking that the Predator wouldn't remember that it didn't have that on because it was in such distress. She had gotten its arm chopped... Its arm was chopped off. Yeah, I don't know. That That seemed a little... I didn't get it. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of a stretch, but... Just thought it was really cool. Yeah. I just feel like she probably could have just chopped its head off at some point. Like, in terms of the movie, I, right. I I didn't quite get how that happened, so I just feel like there could have been a different way to end him that I probably would have been like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But she didn't fight, like, she used her own strengths. She didn't mm-hmm. try to fight it and match it on whatever its strengths were. She couldn't. had to outsmart it, which yeah. was pretty awesome. And she was able to help her family and her tribe. And I think she then becomes the war chief. And moved everyone to the south where all the rest of the Comanche lived. Yeah, they followed They followed everyone else. Yeah. yeah. I did, I read a little bit about Comanche people because um, I loved the her face paint. And I really liked all of the, the face paint. Mm-hmm. But I guess it sounds like that was a very common thing. Everybody did it. And you could paint your face however you want to paint it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was up to you, like, how you wanted it to mm-hmm. look. Um, so I don't know that there was any particular meaning behind it. It was just something that you would do, like, it was part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was thinking about modern day and, like, could I get away with painting my face? Um, I mean... Just because I like the way that it looked. And then if I thought, you, like, listen to ICP. <laughs> right. If you're I was into listening them. to ICP the other day. Then, yeah, go for it. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> But then I was also thinking about makeup and, like, I, c- I can wear makeup. Like, nobody's going to question if I decide yeah. to wear eye sh- different colors of eyeshadow totally. or right. blush or I mean, whatever. we totally would. But like, in theory, like color, yeah. Yeah. You, uh, people are going to, because I don't. If so you come to work on Monday sure judge and you me have, if like, I came in with, like, a bright red lip. You have super shiny, bright blue <laughs> eyeshadow. And, like, what what, this, what's, what what's her face in uh, Euphoria? I hate when she does her eyebrows. Cassie? No, the uh, Rue's sort of girlfriend. Oh, Hunter Schaefer's character. Yeah. I can't think of her name. Yeah, I can't either. But in the first season, she would have like this like neon shadow on mm-hmm. her eyebrows, and I fucking hate it so much. It made me crazy. Oh, I, I hate it so much. everything about Hunter's makeup in that no, show. It's just, I have a thing about eyebrows, and like, I need to see them. 
<laughs> and if you paint them really pale oh when you can't see them it really freaks me you. out like i don't like that at all so if you did something like that i would i'd be like no go home <laughs> go home and wash your face leah we can't have you in here like that but if you had a bright bold lip i think everybody would just be like oh leah's experimenting with makeup <laughs> i have so many i I might actually, maybe I should wear it tonight. I have a lipstick that I bought the last time I visited my sister. We went to the Sephora inside of the Kohl's. And I tried on this lipstick. Because I was telling her, like, we're in Sephora. We can try on, like, whatever we want. Like, that's the whole point. You can try stuff on. And she's like, I don't want to get herpes from some random lipstick in Sephora. And I was like, who cares? You know, I, okay, well, I care. I don't want to get herpes We're not going to get either. We're not getting herpes from, like, I think okay, I, could you? Maybe. You Are could. you? Probably not. Probably not. But I think I was more lax about that before COVID. And then, I don't even think it's that I think I'll get COVID from that. I think it's just that, you know, we've the gone through this. Of, we've gone through a f- couple yes. of years now of not doing shit like that. And now I'm like, yeah, I don't need to do shit like that. <laughs> I don't need to touch all these things that other people have touched. Like, I don't, I don't need to accept samples at a grocery store <laughs> that other people have breathed upon or, you know. I don't know. Maybe I'll wear that lipstick tonight. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what brand. Maybe it was like an Urban Decay. I don't think it was a matte. It was a little more orangey red than I might typically wear. And then I put like really orange eyeshadow on. It's <laughs> <And she was laughs> like, no. I'm like, but look, this is a good color on me. She just didn't want to try anything. I do love going to Sephora and trying on all the different, like testing everything out. And anyway, but I don't wear a lot of makeup, so. It would be weird if I showed up to work with a ton of makeup on my face. Huh. But you do you. Me, Yeah. That's right. In this post-COVID world, I should get to do whatever the fuck I want. Well, I didn't say that. As long as it doesn't hurt other people. I, I mean, if you did your eyebrows funky, it would hurt me. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, like, there are types of makeup that you can put on your body that will hurt other people. Oh, is that so? <laughs> yes. I've experienced Like anything it. lead-based? I've seen... I've seen certain makeup and I have thought oh it hurts to look at you it's how I feel about like undercuts you would think that your haircut would never hurt someone else but But when I see undercuts it makes me physically ill it actually hurts me okay I hate it all right well I'll keep that in mind there's not a chance I'm never gonna get an undercut so if you do I will hold you down and shave the rest of your head be like it must match thanks for that you're welcome so are there any other sci-fi, like, I guess, franchises? We've talked about Jurassic World. We've talked about Predator. We've talked about Aliens. Are there others that maybe could use a, a fresh start? Like we did with, like, Dan Trachtenberg has done with Predator? I'm kind of, no. Can't, let's do something. Look, this was fun because it was IP, largely please. different. But, yeah, let's... No, we don't need we don't need any of the additional reboots. Let's just no more alien movies. No more. Yeah, we'll start fresh. Give me a different alien. Like that's the great thing about when you talk about sci-fi, you can literally you can do, do anything. anything. So why would you go back to stuff that's already been done? You like, can do anything. What about Alien Nation? You remember that show, Alien Nation? I loved Alien Nation. Right or V? V. So the original V was like. Oh, that's right, because they did reboot it. They did reboot it, and it was not good. But the original V from the 80s, I would say probably my all-time favorite miniseries. So scary. That scene, like, when anybody's peeling their fucking skin off, 
That really fucked me up as a kid. And the eating of the rodents, like... <laughs> like, unhinging their jaws. Yeah, yeah, that just really fucked me up. I I wouldn't say any of it fucked me up. I was very... I loved it. I don't... Like, I remember thinking it was kind of scary, but I wasn't really scared by it. Like, I don't remember having nightmares or anything like mm-hmm. that from it. I was mostly, like, into it. Like, I just thought it was really yeah. cool. Um, and I will... This... Uh, respect for V and Alienation, they made the aliens... They didn't make them sexy. They're like... Well, they did in V. In V, but like until they peeled their skin off. Right. So, like, they're. uh, I mean, one of the aliens got the teenage girl pregnant, which was probably one of the scariest scenes when she had twins and mm -hmm. the alien one just like kind of came out looking like a lizard and like it was, yeah. There was a show. And also, that's probably why so many people think that Beyonce's a lizard person. Why? Because she looks too good? I'm just thinking V in general probably prompted that. There was a show called, it was on, like, the CW, oh, called Starcrossed. Uh-huh. And it says it's a it's a, an epic romance between a human girl and an alien boy when he and others of his kind are integrated into a suburban high school ten years after they landed on Earth and were consigned to an internment camp. Well, that oh, sounds like Very Roswell. similar to Alien Nation. But the, the aliens, the alien people, they just looked like sexy humans with fucking tattoos. Yeah. Like Which is like Roswell too, although they were trying to fit in. Like nobody knew they were aliens, so. So so the Roswellian aliens looked like people. That's yeah. actually how they looked. Yeah, like some they they were found as children and they were adopted as children, and nobody actually knew they were aliens until later. So there's an alien. He's got a punky haircut. Oh, because he has a tribal tattoo. Hats. He's a yeah yeah oh, okay. Um, this is what's wrong with the CW. Everybody's just, just, like, young and pretty, and I don't know, I don't, I don't need any of that. So, give me an alien show or movie where the aliens look like fucking aliens. Well, I mean, again, this is the great thing about sci-fi. No one knows what aliens actually look like, other than these supposedly real ones that many people right. agree on. Right. So you can make them look however you want. Right. But, but I feel like them, that's don't the... Make, don't make them sexy. But like that's, just, that's what I mean, is, like, that's the fun part. That's what's fun about Predator, is... He has this, like, really bizarre f- how his face comes right. apart and shit. I mean, you can actually do and the whatever sound, you the want. the clicking sound is the right. thing that, like, yeah. You can just make it up completely. Yeah. Like, um, The Last Starfighter. Or Star Wars. You know? Yeah. Those yeah. movies where they have aliens that look like just everything. That was my All favorite. different kinds of aliens. Star Wars, the, the, the current Star Wars franchise with the Mandalorian and everything. Mm-hmm. I love, so again, I hate the computer animation, right? But like the puppets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks real. Exactly. Baby Yoda is real to me. Right. You can have, you can build this creature out to look however you want it. You can make it sound however you want. You can make it do whatever you want. And there are so many ways that you could do that. I mean, alien from aliens Mm -hmm. was a puppet as well just go build some more alien puppets it's pretty cool so that's what we want we want more sci-fi series or new series new movies Mm -hmm. new stories different looking creatures high quality high quality puppets (laughs) good writing and don't worry about if it's sexy we don't it doesn't need to be sexy no i don't need your sex i just want it to be a great story with yeah. real, real, I'm going to put people in quotes because, you know, aliens. Sure. Or people. And relationships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And a cool soundtrack or score. And make it look good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. We're going to have to make our own movie. 
well, I, didn't get the iPhone, I didn't get the iPhone 13 Pro, so um, oh. I got nothing I, to make a movie with. Well, we'll have to make a low-rate movie. I am an excellent puppeteer, so. You are. So we can do that. We'll at least have that down. Yeah. All right. Anything else about Prey? Also a great title for a Predator movie. Yeah, it is. Um, no. I mean, like I said, it, I thought it looked dumb. It was actually pretty good. It's worth watching. It's free if you have Hulu, so yeah, definitely go watch. Guys, and if there's anybody out there who hasn't seen it, I mean, it seems like most people have at this point. I rated this movie five stars. Oh wow, you really liked this it. This is a big deal. It's I don't just give anything five stars. That's kind of a fib. I give a lot of stars. So I think I rated the Saint maybe about four and a half stars. You rated what? The, the Saint? Saint? Okay, so we can't trust Leah's <laughs> rating system. <laughs> What else have you given five stars to? I don't know. Like, like Jennifer's body. <laughs> yes. Oh, Leah. That's a great film. No, none of those. You literally said two things in that and neither of them are correct. Great nor film. What? <laughs> no. Rude. Yeah. The movie virgins. Hey, people. This is Leah. And I am here to announce the end of the COVID-19 pandemic. That's right, you heard it here first. The COVID-19 pandemic has ended for me because I, dear listener, have got the COVID. Well, I have gotten the COVID. I am past my 10 days, I am mask-free, and basically all symptom-free. It was fun. It was a fun 10 days. Really enjoyed myself. Nice to get a Basically what amounted to a head cold uh, for the first time since 2020. That's good times. Um, But just so you know, our dear friend Lindsay has yet to get the COVID. And now it's just a waiting game. It's just a waiting game, folks. When's it going to hit her? She's surrounded by people who've gotten COVID, by people who have got COVID now. It's just a matter of time. Um, It's pretty exciting if you think about it. Uh, I'm really counting down the days until she gets the COVID. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening very much. This was a great film. I do hope that you've watched it. If you listened to this podcast and you haven't watched Prey yet, uh, I pray that you (laughs) please go find it and watch it. Um, Me personally, I'm getting excited about Morbius again. It's streaming. I can, you know, own it and just stream it in my home whenever I would like. You know, I've noticed that Matt Smith is in the House of the Dragon, and I don't give a shit about the House of the Dragon, if I'm being honest, but I do give a big shit about Morbius. So it's Morbin time. Anyway, uh, if you're into music and uh, you're in the area, I urge you to check out Sisser at one of their live shows, um, or, you know, check them out on the line wherever you stream music. Thank you for listening, and we'll check you next time.